You now tuned in to the hottest podcast in the world, the Stay Woke Podcast, right here on thesonicbreakdown.com. Welcome back to another Stay Woke Podcast. This is D-Ray Brinson, and you know the Stay Woke Podcast is presented by thesonicbreakdown.com. If you haven't read a review by now, you slipping, so please check out a review on thesonicbreakdown.com under the breakdown page. And... Today is a special, uh, I'll say, I guess, a Valentine's Day special Stay Woke podcast. We're going to be talking about some love. (laughs) We talked about it before on the dating episode, but uh, we're going to go in a little bit different direction. Today, we got Brothers to the Left and F and Maddie, and we're going to give you uh, some perspective. Hopefully, we're going to have another uh, part two of this shortly, where we'll have some female perspectives to add to it as well. And we do want to hear from the ladies and get their perspectives as well. So um, I'm trying to trying to get that set up. We got brother to the left over here, man. He's 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 in love, man. And that's and that's something special. And I think uh, he should share it. So we're gonna let him let, let bring us bring us into your world, man. What's 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 going on? Yeah, yeah, man. So you know, anybody anyone who's heard me before, you know, I'm usually I'm usually good for getting on on the. On the social issues and things of that nature, and um, honestly, that's that's how this podcast was supposed to go tonight, you know. But I walked through this brother's door, and uh, man, my heart was burning, and I couldn't do nothing but speak about this woman that I'm with, and you know, I I couldn't do nothing but tell this brother that hey, you know, like man, so check this out, man, I didn't met my soulmate. That's a special feeling. Like, I don't think many people, there's probably a lot of people out there right now that's going right now like, man. Straight up, right? Okay, because I was of the same nature, though. You understand me? So I get it. I I get that whole sentiment because, you know, you know, coming from where I come from and, and, and being conditioned the way I've been conditioned and, and having the bad relationships and, and dealing with the, the poor quality of women that I didn't dealt with. I was of the I was of the mindset that hey, that shit is for the birds. Wait, I wanna I wanna touch on something for a second though because like bringing back is when you said that you know it was the quality of the women like what what was that quality that made you feel like you couldn't find that soulmate or you wouldn't you you don't have the connection that you you feel like you have now. So so let me because know. I think that's important for people to to understand because. It it will bring them into your world a little bit more, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, let me let me um let me clarify just a little bit. You know, um, maybe I wasn't very clear there. So, I most definitely have done dealt with some bucket heads for sure. <laughs> you understand me? I most definitely done dealt with some bucket heads for sure. However, I've also dealt with some quality women as well. But with that said, for me personally. You know, with my background and 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 having the needs that I need, and, and here's the thing: when it comes to love and when it comes to someone meeting your needs, it's gonna be on a on a case by case basis, right? Yeah. Uh, because your needs ain't the same as my needs, you know. What exactly, I'm exactly, right? Straight up. So here's my thing, right? I've I've honestly felt like I've been so conditioned, um, and and almost so scarred from relationships that. For the longest, man, I didn't think that I was going to ever find anybody. I got you. I thought I was just going to go from one to the next and have a good time with this one for maybe some months or for a year and then go on to the next one, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, from speaking from my perspective, man, when you're a young, when you're a young black male, man, and you got your shit together, the hard part ain't getting them. It's getting rid of them. You understand me? 
I'm gonna say that again. When, Please when you, do. When, when, yeah, I'm gonna do that. You yeah. understand me, right? Because when you a young brother that got your shit together, the hard part ain't getting them; it's getting rid of them, right? Straight up, man. So I just always been on player mode, man. I always thought that's how it's gonna be. That's how it's gonna end for a minute. You feel me? I'm 30 years old, man. I expect to find something like I got now until I was late 30, 40, something like that, right? But man, I didn't. I didn't came across something that didn't change the whole game for me, and it has really um caused me to to retire and put down the whole player hat and all that. I'm done. I'm all the way done, <laughs> bro. I don't want to hear nothing nobody talking about. I don't want to hear nothing nobody talking about. It's it's me, and the woman I'm with right about now. You know. And so, you know, so let me let me get into the details. Let me let me get into what I was just yeah, telling this brother. That's what I wanted because to know. honestly, right, so we had a whole agenda that had nothing to do with love before before I walked in the door. You know, Brett texted me, you know, a few days ago, like this is gonna be the agenda for the podcast. And I'm like, all right, man, let you know, we're gonna speak on that. But I walked through the door with something burning on my heart, man, and I couldn't do nothing but talk about this woman and what I got going on with her, right? And so before I get into her, man, let me just tell you where I was coming from with it, right? And shit, so honestly, I think I kind of didn't told you a little bit, right? You know, a brother was on the player shit, man, and and doing this player thing and, you know, dealing with different women and enjoying that, like truly enjoying that, truly enjoying being able to, you know, look at my phone and figure out what flavor do I want tonight? Do I want this flavor tonight? Am I in the mood for this tonight? And I'm not going to get into the specifics of what each woman had to offer, but do I want this tonight? Do I want that tonight? Or do I want this tonight, right? But there's something to be said, man, for a woman who meets all those expectations and who exceeds them and who was hitting on all cylinders because she's blowing everybody else out the water, man, to the point where you're ready to cut everyone else short and you don't see nothing but her. I got a, I got a question for you. Go ahead, um, man. About um, how did you um come to this conclusion? You know, how did how did you <coughs> just you know, you know, I guess every uh, you, you hear it all the time. It might be cliche. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, how did you just like within yourself just say oh, that's that's the one, and I don't need all these other ones. Right. Right. And you know what, man? There, there's a two pronged answer to that, right? Yeah. There's a two pronged answer to that, man. So, like, on one hand, to an extent, we either have this really, this really literal, and this really kind of, um, this, we have this bucket list of shit we're looking for, literally. But on the other hand, you know, that second prong is you got that shit that's unspoken, man. That shit that's there's no words for it. So you got your list of all, man, she's got to be intelligent. She's got to be caring. She's got to be nurturing. She's got to be, she's got to have that fortitude. That's a a checklist. Straight up. Straight up, man. You got that checklist, right? Males and females have checklists. Right, right. So you got that checklist of tangible things that you're looking for in a woman, but then you also have those untangibles, man. Those things that you can't put a word on, that X factor. And honestly, she's meeting both criteria, man. She's hitting on all that shit. If if I was to write a list right now, she's hitting on all those and exceeding those things. But she's also hitting on those X factors and those things I never even thought about and just filling me all the way up, man. You understand me? I'm enamored by this woman. I want to I want to ask I want to ask Evan Maddie 
do you believe in soulmates? And again, I want to preface this, something that we say on the Stable Podcast very often is that your beliefs don't have to determine my beliefs. Your um, beliefs don't... Of course. You know what I'm saying? But of not, course. Not everybody course. knows that and understands that. You know what I'm saying? Of so course. Right, I just right. want to put that out there. Right. Not that we need it, just for our listeners' sakes. Absolutely. All right, um, to answer your question, D-Ray, um, I do believe in soulmates. I do believe in that. But I also believe you only get one. Yeah. Two at the max. Yeah. You're lucky you get two. All right. <laughs> See, somebody like me, you know, whatever the powers that be bestowed that one on me when I was 18 years old. <laughs> what I'm, I don't know what I'm doing with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, you right. know, but um, hey, not to cut you off, man. But here's another thing. You, you got to be ready. Not and, at eighteen, and that's that's my point. You got to be people ready. Got college, I want you, you know, so but I want you to college, go ahead, brother. Little spot, you know, right, what I'm saying right. like, nah, man. You know, what I'm saying it, it kind of went to my head, like, like I got me. You know, what I'm saying like, like, and then like it may it, once again, this may sound cliche, like yeah. Once once something is gone, you really do not realize. You know, what I'm saying it's like ah oh, man, and then uh, I went for a lot of years actually. You know. um comparing you right, know right, comparing right. this chick to that 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 one right you know right. what i'm saying and that that is that that's that's not that's not that's not gonna be successful you know what i'm saying i'm agreed. saying that right now agreed and to this day we communicate with each other you know what i'm saying still say what's up to each other but but the diff, the thing is she's married now you know what i'm saying so <laughs> yeah so it's like somebody else got your soulmate yeah yeah but yeah <laughs> shut your ass up i'm <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right, right, right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. But um I just call it like I see it, bro. It's just yeah, like, you know that's 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 all I can really say. That's that's you know what I'm saying? Just yeah, yeah. Once you find that one, but you know, like I said, I was eighteen, I didn't know what I had, you know. Right, right. If, and if if I can add to that, <laughs> man, I feel like had I come across the woman that I've that I'm enamored with now at eighteen, I wouldn't have been ready. Yeah. To keep it all the way funky with you, had I come across her last year, I wouldn't have been ready, man. It's all about timing. It's it's that personal timing, man, because it hasn't been until like maybe eight months ago that I was, you know, I really got to a place where I was done with dealing with different women and going from relationship to relationship and realizing that, how do, how do I say this, man? Realizing that. It's really been, it's, it's really, you're going from, you're going from one temporary situation to the next. And the question mm-hmm. is, where is that long-term security, that right. long-term something that there's no words for, right? And honestly, man, if it wasn't this woman, I would still be, I would still have about four or five on my team. Speaking of four five, let me and she might get even get mad at me for saying this, but I'm just gonna spell it out there because we on this podcast and I'm just gonna tell her how it is, right? I've been so transparent with her that you know when I when I met her, man, you know when on our first date, you know I, ha- I really had about four five on the team, mm-hmm. right? And I'm gonna go back to what I say, right? Because when you when you got your shit together, the hard part ain't getting them; it's getting rid of them. But there was something about her that made me tell her like all the way it is, like hey. I'm dating these different women and this is just what time it is for me right now. You know, you're something special. So I'm going to keep it all the way funky with you. Whereas with the other women I was dealing with, I wasn't keeping it all the way 100 with them, but it was something about her that told me 
keep it all the way truthful. So since me and her have gotten more serious, I've been breaking it off with all these other women I was dealing with and I've kept her along the whole way. So what I mean by that is when I, you know, she was, she's any correspondence that I've had with her, with the other women, I've told her about to the point where there's text messages that I would screenshot and, and send her to let her know how serious I was about her. So, you know, some of the women I was dealing with that I broke it off with would send me these crazy ass text messages like, man, fuck you and woo, 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 woo. You let me on to believe this and woo, 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 woo. And I would send her every correspondence because for me, it was important for me to be transparent with her and not have any trust issues. Hold on, brother. I got to stop you right there. See, yeah, yeah. Now, if you know you got a, you know you got a one. You know you got a good one. You know what I'm saying? We just going to call it a one, all right? Well, you right. know you got that. If you can, you know what I'm saying, screenshot a text message that another chick done sent you and, and send right. to her, like, this is what I'm, you know what I'm saying, this is what I'm, you know what I'm saying, not trying to, you know what I'm saying, like, that's not the road I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying, I'm just trying to let you know, right, you right, feel me, right. that that is, is somebody chasing after me, but I'm, 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 I ain't got no eyes on you. If right. she... That you you got a one Straight because up, because man. of what I will Straight say up. I want to most inter- definitely like cuss you like like that's what, what I was about to say because right, right, right. not every girl not every not every I don't want to say girl because we, we dealing with women right not right, every woman it, woman is gonna understand and appreciate that level of transparency right right and I do want to also kind of go back for a second I just want to say is I'm not for sure about soulmates me. I don't. Yeah, okay. Okay. Well, and, we, we'll get into that, man. And but it doesn't. But it doesn't mean that you can find somebody you, that you love and care for and can have a long-lasting relationship. I don't uh, think it's that. I think because I'm gonna stop you right there. Hold on, hold on, uh, D-Rom. I'm gonna stop you right there. It's a touching subject. But so I will say this. Um, no, I believe fine. in that shit. I'm talking about. You can look somebody if you can lock eyes with each other. And they damn near know what you thinking, and you know that's what, and that's why I want that, that is that that that's, is that's that, some that's some real that's, that's some real that's a real that's connection. What, that's right. what I wanted. I, I, I had that. I felt that before. No, that's what right. I wanted to go into and say. What is our classification of soulmate? Because when I think of soulmate, my classification of it is like love at first sight kind of idea. Because I do believe if if our definition is that it's you can look into somebody's eyes and they understand what you're thinking. I think I believe in that. I believe that somebody can understand you so well that you can look in their eyes or not even look in their eyes. You can know what they're thinking without them thinking. I'm talking about because you're that sympathetic. Well, like right, just right. not even like we just locking eyes and we don't we five. We done did it for like five, ten minutes. At, you know what I'm saying? At times, just that's a long time. Just be staring in somebody's eye. Like it's just we just had a conversation. Because and we to, didn't say a word. Because to me, that's different than some other people's definition of soulmate of because I think some people's definition of soulmate is literally, like I said, it's like love at first sight. It's like we were destined to be together. And regardless of what we say, what we do, it's just the fact that, you know, that our, that we were supposed to be meant together. And like I, at an instance of us meeting, our souls knew that we were meant to and be here's, together. That here's, I don't know if I believe Here's it. where your mind is betraying you, right? Because <laughs> your mind, bro, your mind wants everything to fit in a nice little neat box, mm-hmm. right? It wants to do everything to fit in a nice little neat box. So that well defined. Can, mm-hmm. it, it, it wants it to be black and white so that you can worry about those priorities that are right here in front of you. However, when it comes to love, man, it's not that simple. When yeah. I met this woman that has done it for me, 
that has taken me off the market, that has, has gotten me all the way in, you feel me? It wasn't love at first sight, man. And first of all, I'm going to recite this poem. First of all, I'm not a poem. I'm not a poem reciting motherfucker at all. I ain't read a poem or wrote a poem since elementary school, but I'm going to share this poem with y'all tonight because this is the poem that I woke up at about 3, 4 in the morning. You understand me? Three, four in the morning. It's five o'clock in the morning. Hey, bro. And I want hey, you. <laughs> hey, I done wrote this poem early in the morning for this woman, man. And that, again, it just shows how I can't think of a better word, man, how enamored I am by this woman, man. So I'm going to recite this shit for y'all, but I'm going to do it right after I make my point. And it's that your mind wants shit to fit in a nice little neat box. And one thing I say in this poem is that it wasn't love at first sight. But on the second date, man. On the second day, bro, she said she shared some shit with me. Now, me that on, I the, believe on, on the way home, I was like, I'm done. On the way home, on my drive home, I'm like, how am I going to break up with this one? <laughs> how am I going to cut this <laughs> one short? Already contemplating. I need to think about how I'm going to cut this one. How is she going? Is she going to bust my windows out or not? I'm thinking about all that shit because all my, I'm putting all my eggs in this basket that's so solid. I'm putting all my eggs in this basket. And here's my thing, right? I understand, man, but I understand that, you know, time changes shit and what you thought was solid initially is not solid later. However, what I'm feeling right now is so strong from experience that even if this basket ends up not being so strong, I'm willing to risk it all to put all my eggs in this basket, man. Mm. I'm willing to risk it all. You that's, feel me? That's, that's that's real straight up so on that note man let me i'm gonna recite this poem for y'all man again i'm gonna say this again man i ain't a poem reciting motherfucker but i'm gonna recite this shit anyways you understand me hey that's that that's what love does love makes orator. you do crazy things you so, are a good orator so you know what i'm saying hey i'm so, most definitely yeah hey my know, folks up so. here knows what time it is with me on this speaking <laughs> shit so i'm gonna i'm gonna do it anyways right so here we go here we go i'm an l it's called i'm an l I remember the first time I saw you. I honestly can say it wasn't love at first sight. But you had this real cool energy about you. And that's what caught my eye. But it wasn't until I saw you smile that I was like, hmm, I might have to add her to the team. See, a lot of brothers call themselves players. And by their standards, they just might be. But me, I'm from East Oakland, and on everything, I done had a different one for every day of the week, and that's how I was going to keep it, but you had different plans for me. I found myself texting you things like, you know, uh, that were out of the character for me, like, I'm starting to feel like you are the one. Like, I don't know where I end and you begin. And since being with you, I feel like I have a gift that everyone wants, but very few understand and even fewer will ever have. But these soft ass text messages are simply what you bring out in me. I can already see myself waking up to you every morning and still missing you like I ain't seen you in a while. I can see you in the crib cooking dinner. When I come in, slap you on the ass, give you a kiss, and you look up and smile. Smile. 
damn, that smile you got, I swear, could light up a city. You're like the torch in a dim world. So I gotta keep you with me. See, I gotta have you. Don't want nobody else. So I tell my folks I'm done. Y'all know I done did my thing. But I know I done found the one. My folks say, bruh, it's all good. In love, you just didn't fail. I tell them, check this out. Don't use that word around me. I'm a killer. Just say, I'm an L. And that poem is called, I'm an L. Boom. Young brother to the left in love. You understand me? Ooh, ooh, girl. <laughs> Straight I up, get man. more confident yeah. each time you call yeah. my name. Evan <laughs> Maddie on the vocals. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you're welcome. Um, that was that was that was a that was a real ass poem, bro. Hey, on anything, I wrote <laughs> that like, about. That's wrote, how you felt, huh? Hey, at bro, the point at that point in time, a, that's how you felt. That's how I motherfucking felt, man. About <laughs> four in the morning, man. I woke up to go piss, couldn't get back to sleep. Was thinking about mama all morning, and you know that shit. It just came together. I don't write poems, man. I I don't write poem. Not a poem writing motherfucker. But that morning, <laughs> I didn't wrote a goddamn poem. You feel me? And I'm feeling so solid about the woman I'm with. I'm feeling so solid about myself that I, you know, I felt the, I felt the need to share that shit. You understand me? You know, if there was a poem for or or a line, anything for me to recite, you know, I feel as though J Cole wrote that that track for me. You know, what I'm saying like. Like, little baby, I just want to fold clothes for you. You know what I'm saying? I was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, if, 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 if it's a, you know, if a female can make you do something like that, like, just, just, I want to do this for you. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Like, I don't want nothing back or nothing like that. I just want to do that, you know, whatever it is for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's, that's love. But can we pivot to the, the, the checks and balances between love and lust agree agree man we, we should most definitely do that right yeah. because pe- 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 i think i had a i was kicking with a family member um and this family member was you know kind of like the way i interpreted it and it's the way it came out was like you know if if we not having if we not if we not having sex you know every on a daily like a daily basis or or, or you know uh, some type of you know set schedule or whatever you know what i'm saying that you know, when you're fiending for it, you know what I'm saying? And, and it's, it's bad. I can't really fuck with somebody like that. I'm just like, well, then that, I was like, well, then that just sounds like you just basing your relationship off of how, 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 how good that person's sex is. And then, you know, if I can, <laughs> but man, I, I want to just jump in real love. quick. That I don't think that can be love, but I will say a good sex life is important in a healthy relationship. Yes. Go but, to that. But it's, you know it shouldn't what, be the man, end all be all though. And, and here's the thing, man. I was, it was, the, a, de- see, like, I it was, was a deal breaker. I, no, it like, shouldn't I be that. I was the biggest proponent of that, man. <clears throat> like if the sex ain't right, then the shit ain't right, right? Yeah. I was the biggest proponent of that until I didn't just had this woman that did it for me up here. And for those of y'all that can see me, I'm pointing to my mind, man. I'm pointing to my temple until I had a female that did it for me up here, right? Because I just... You know, the, the the sex shit only goes so far, right? Here's the thing. Let me let me take a step back there. Let me take a step back because I really want to break this. I really want to break this thing down in terms of you know 
because I'm a single dad. I got my little girl. It's just me and my little girl. And I didn't, you know, I was with my daughter's mother for about six years. And, you know, from my own personal experience, I want to break this down between love and how someone makes you feel. Because, you know, as people, we got to understand that there's a difference between love and how someone makes you feel. Because you can be in a situation where you think you're in love with somebody, but you're really in love with how they make you feel. Mm. Right. And you don't realize it until you have a kid with them or from a man's perspective. Let me only speak from a man's perspective. I can't speak from a woman's perspective. I'm only going to speak from a man's perspective. Right. You from a man's perspective, you think you're in love with a woman. And at least this was me at 19, 20, 21 years old. I thought I was in love with her, but I was only in love with, with, with how she made me feel. Right. But then when my little girl was born, she transferred all her energy, all her motivation, all her love to my daughter, which she was supposed to do. That's what a mother is supposed to do. But then with that, she left me lacking. Right. And then when she stopped making me feel that way, I realized that, damn, we don't got too much left because I wasn't so much in love with her. I was in love with how she made me feel. So when she transferred that love to my daughter again, what she was supposed to do, that's all you can expect from a mother is to is to transfer that love to your child. That's what you want. When she transferred that love, I was like, damn, I don't think I love you like I thought I did. Right. So Let me that's finish. One, that's just one attribute. You're right. Yeah. Let me finish, though, because I think, again, I think a lot of people get that shit confused. Do you love someone to their core? Everything about them. Their goods, their bads, their love for you, their love for your child. Do you love them all the way through? Mm. Because if you do, then that's real love. Okay, that's But fine. we got to separate because I think, again, sometimes we get few confused, right? Between the love that they, you know, that they give to you and you just loving them at their best and at their worst. Do you love them for how they treating you and and how they make you feel? That's that's another checklist one right there. You know what I'm saying? It made me feel good, check. <laughs> uh, man, you know, that, that, that might be the case for you, right? That might be the case for you, you know? And, you know, that, again, that's just, that just comes from my experience, man. Do you love them for, for how they make you feel? Do you love them at their best and at their worst? If they didn't have a dollar in their pocket, if they stopped looking the way that you that they look when you met them, do they stop making you laugh when, when you know what I'm saying? When 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 you first met them, the way they made you laugh, right? And do you love them to their core? Do you love them at their best and do you love them at their worst? That's the difference. And I'm gonna I'm gonna finish this and I'm gonna let you speak because I can tell you got something to say. This woman I'm with now, man, the one that's got me enamored, the one that's got me speaking on this whole shit, the one that's got us, you know what I'm saying, transferred the whole topic. I love this woman at her best and at her worst. Man. That's what I was going to ask you is let's say the same situation occurred because and I see right. the world in a, in a scientific manner. That's why I like science so much because it's, it's well-defined. Right. And I like that. And it makes, to me, it makes sense. Hey, so, we're on the same page there, man. So when things don't make sense, that that's when I really, for you me, like that's science because it's tangible. Is it, it, well, it's tangible and it makes sense. You and the, to a certain extent, it's provable. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the other yeah, thing exactly. is like, it's like I said, it's well defined. And and let's take this as an experiment. 
you have two variables now. You have the the situation which you had with your your daughter's mother. You know what I'm saying? And that let's say that same situation happened with this new this new we'll say the one your one right. If she had a child, and she transferred that love to her child as you stated that you're supposed to do. Do you believe again? This is all hypothetical. We can't really know for yeah, sure until yeah, it happens. Absolutely, that you wouldn't have that hold, that emptiness that you felt in the prior relationship because the love is is different. And I want to tie this in because when you came to the house and you talked about this, and we changed the topic, like you said, for this, the first thing that popped in my mind, which is the album I keep on telling people they should check out, is Mick Jenkins, the Healing Component. And one of the questions that he poses on there are that uh, the the woman that he's talking to having these conversations and the interludes and the segues is, do you think you love differently or do you think that you are in love with somebody differently? And the way that you're describing it, it sounds like both loves are real and, you know, they, they, they weren't fleeting. They weren't they weren't lust, as we were saying, like the different the difference between the two. We're talking about like the, both of them were real love. But you experience them differently. And it sounds like you're you yourself are loving the individual differently. So my question to you is, in that situation, if it were to occur again, would you have that emptiness? One. And two, do you think you you actively are acting differently of being in love with each of them? Okay. Well, I think I I really think it comes down to this, man. At 19, 18, 19, I met my daughter's mother at 18. We were together to like 24, 25, maybe even 26. You know, the numbers are real fuzzy to me. But when you talk about my early 20s, man, my understanding of myself mm-hmm. and my understanding of the type of woman that was a good fit for me was totally different than my understanding of myself and my understanding of the woman that was totally different from me at 30, which is what I'm at now, pushing 31. I understand that I have a much better understanding of what what what's a good fit for me. Mm. And I think, you know, ultimately, man, it comes down to you understanding yourself. Mm. Do you understand yourself well enough to understand that or, you know, essentially to understand what's a good fit for you? Because, again, at 18, 19, man, I was fresh out of high school and I, you know, Let's not get into the specifics, but if you had this, this, and that, I was with it, right? I only needed about a few things to be to be ready to go. But at 30, I need a whole bunch more things to be ready to go. And at 30, where I'm at now, man, this woman got all those things and more. Gotcha. So there's really no comparison mm. to where I was at 18, 19, and to where I'm at at 30. Yeah, that's a valid point. Right. That, that, that time difference as well as... That maturity, The man, discovery of yourself right. is a key factor. And, right, so keep in mind, between the time that I've dealt with my daughter's mother, because shit didn't go so well there, mm. I got up out of that relationship like, man, I'm knocking everything I can get. I'm taking everything down. Everything that presented, man, I'm on, I'm on everything moving. I'm on everything moving, right? So it's coming from a place of experience. I done dealt with a good amount of women. And this woman I got now is knocking every goddamn body out the park home run hit right mm-hmm. knocking everybody out the park to the point where if it get better than this i don't even want to see it i don't want to see it if it get better than this this is it 
Gotcha. You feel me? Boom. I'm going to leave it at that, man. I'm gonna, you know? As Brother to the Left said, boom, we're going to leave it right there. And that concludes part one of Brother to the Left in Love episode. We will have a part two that will still have me, F and Maddie, as well as Brother to the Left talk, talking more about um, love. We are going to have a part three with female perspectives. I try to get it for part two. We just couldn't make it happen. So that will be on part three. So come back and check out part two next week. Again, thank you for watching or listening to another Stay Woke podcast. This is D-Ray Brinson and is presented by thesonicbreakdown.com. You can always support us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, Podomatic. Um, we're on all those and we have a, a YouTube channel as well. Uh, Facebook page, Instagram page, Twitter, uh, Tumblr. So check us out on all those platforms. Like, subscribe, comment. We're always uh, interacting with uh, our fans. So, you know, give leave a comment and, and we'll definitely read back to you and, uh, and talk to you. So again, thanks for rocking with us. You know our motto, live, listen to some great music, and above all, love more. We out.